Alright, I just want to put this forward in that during the recording of this episode, there's a few points where the audio drops out. I tried to fix it and recover the corrupted audio, however, I was unsuccessful. So there's going to, there's two main points where there's about a three second loss in audio and then another point where there's about a about a one to two second loss of audio. So I apologize. I don't know why my audio equipment did this or what caused it. I will be researching that in the future as this is not the first time, but it is the first time that it has been this extensive. So I apologize again. Please enjoy the show. Welcome to Warnounds, a privateer press podcast. I'm Locke, he's Caster, and today we will be talking about the Crucible Guard CID. Welcome to episode 23, everyone, of War Now. The episode where we talk about something we know nothing about, because we don't know anything about Crucible Guard. That's correct. That we do not. Nobody we know plays it. Nobody we know talks about it. Nobody does anything with Crucible Guard. But before that, we have some news. And the- what is in the news? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. It's like talk over me the whole time. <laughs> The Iron Kingdom's Requiem Pledge Manager and Late Pledges Orders are now open, as of 47 minutes on this tweet. The Death Archon is um, painted and out. Holy cow. Like, I I still don't like how he's positioned, but this paint job is doing a lot to warm me to it. That that is an impressive pose. The the bone and the... uh, It's, It's very pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. Uh, where where could someone go to see this? It's is it just on the Twitter? Or? Yeah, it's on the Twitter. It's okay. So check and out Privateer Press this, Twitter. This is looks like their official photo. So I mean, oh, it does. Yeah, this is so their that might official. be live on the website. Yeah, it, it probably is. Uh, so uh, Wintertime Wasteland is now out on shelves. So if you didn't Good get that know. before, well, you can go buy it, which means us. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get in on that. And uh, the Death Archon and some other models are out now. Cool. Yeah. Defiled Archon should be part of that, that group. That's, that's what I meant. The oh, Defiled, Defiled Archon. Archon. Okay. And yeah, he, yeah. he looks very pretty in his royal purple. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, got some good stuff coming out right now. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I had something else tonight, or did I not? Um, there was... There is another... Um, it looks like there is another... Um, insider for um warcaster the uh iron star alliance uh lore more of it has come out part two has come out we need to cover that we do need to cover that at some point did you ever get that scorn book i have it in transit i should have it tomorrow okay yes okay so keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks for a uh breakdown on the scorn lore and then we will get started on the timeline correct that is the plan yes I can't wait. Okay. Honestly. I think that's all I have for news. Back to the thing where we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> all right. So for those of you who are not aware, uh, the CID for Crucible Guard has now gone live. So we are going to be going over that today. And what we can say right off the bat is the fact that there is a lot 
Crucible Guard has some new models coming out and a lot of legacy changes. I think it's like four new models and then, then the rest is all legacy changes. Yes, basically. So it's uh, going to be a bit of a long one. But we'll try our best to keep it uh, short and concise as best we can. Well, I mean, since we basically know nothing about the faction, we don't have to listen to you ramble on for years. <laughs> I suppose that's a positive. <laughs> All right. So, um, very first thing up, let's go ahead and get into it, will be uh, Aurum uh, Lake. My goodness, that is quite the name. Moray. Aram Moray, as I understand most people uh, call this character, the Crucible Guard Laylee's Warcaster. Hmm. Uh, so the things that they are stating here is they've completely redesigned uh, Lucas uh, Moray to allow players to have a more consistent buff with him. Uh, and the juicer ability that grows throughout the game to utterly insane levels of power, but at a severe cost. That's kind of the direction they're going with it. Um, the juice now slowly ticks up each and every turn if you want it to. If you do, it will provide a flat plus one focus, not only a focus point, but an increase to the actual focus stat. For each juice token on Lucas. After he completes his activation, he then rolls a d6. If the number rolled is equal or less than the amount of juice tokens on him, he takes a damage point equal to the juice tokens on him. Uh, healthcare now allows him to completely ignore this roll if he has two or less on him. And little Alice is nearby. So keep that in mind uh, it won't hurt him immediately but as time ramps up then that won't really help him as much um what this really means is he's basically almost always a focus seven caster uh in addition to that on his first turn he'll become a focus six with just a single token then focus seven two turns after that and from there you can i mean really control do him to become a focus eight Focus 9, Focus 10. Shouldn't we have read his stats first? Um, yeah, I suppose that probably would have been it. Okay, so uh, the Lely's Caster, I, does that actually mean anything? I mean, he's a Lely's Caster. Does that mean he can be taken in like a Lely's? Okay. Yeah, he can be taken in Lely's themes. Okay, cool. So, yeah, go ahead and... What, what are his stats like? Okay, so he's a Speed 6, Strength 6, Mat 7, Rat 7... Rat 7, that seems... Rat, huh? rat 6. Rat 6, whatever. Uh, defense 15, armor 16, command of 8, focus of 5. He's got 29 uh, jack points. He's on a small base and he's got 18 damage. Yep. So his feet, overdose. Lucas immediately gains one juice token per... Or just juice token and one focus point. Uh, the warjacks in his battle group currently in his control range... Gain one focus. Additionally, this activation, Lucas gains Rage Amplifier. So when he casts a spell, he'll get, and he's the origin point rage of the spell, amplifier. he will get plus five range. Uh, detox. Remove any number of juice tokens from this model. Healthcare. This model does not suffer the damage from the um, from juicer while... It has two or less tokens, and if little Alice is in his command range. 
and Irregulars allows him to take um, Alice Mark Solos. Uh, yeah, in his army. Okay, and then Juicer. This is what I want to know. Read it. Okay, so during your maintenance... Juicer, during your maintenance phase, yeah, you can place one juice token on this model. This model gains one focus for each juice token on him. And at the end of each... Or, at the end of each of this model's activation, roll a d6. If the result is equal to or less than the number of juice tokens on this model, then it suffers one damage point for each juice token on it. This model cannot spend focus points to reduce the damage. Okay. However, his next ability is... Rapid Heal. So when he is damaged by an enemy attack, immediately after the attack is resolved, he removes D3 damage points. See? So, <laughs> not that you necessarily want him to get hit, but if he does, I mean, it's going to take a little bit more for people to get through him. You were talking about Juicer like it's something I should know what it is, and that's why I wanted to read it. That's that's fair. We probably should have gone over the stats first. I was going over... I didn't... I apologize. I didn't state what I was really reading there. That was um, Hungerford's uh, post. Most of you know this, but some of you might not. Uh, as well as the CIDU uh, rules for the new models, there's always a breakdown from Hungerford speaking from Privateer Press's standpoint of their goal for the models and what and whatnot. So, anyways, let's continue on with what Lucas has. He's got a hand cannon. It's a range 12, rate of fire 1, no AOE, POW 12. And then he has a sword. A sword. Called Regalius. It's a range 2, it's a long sword. It's a POW 7, so it's a Pleplus S13. And it's got extreme mouse crusher. Sorry. It's magical, and it's got exothermic reaction. Oh, exothermic reaction. Okay. When this attack boxes a living or undead model, center a 4-inch AoE on the boxed model, then remove that model from play. Models in the AoE that are hit suffer an unboostable POW-12 fire damage roll and suffer the fire continuous effect. This damage is not considered to be con uh, caused by an attack, and uh, Lucas cannot be affected by it. So I seem to remember um, that um, they were talking about fluff-wise that, that a lot of the casters in um, Circle Guard aren't actual... You're not Circle Guard. Circle Guard? A Crucible Guard. Um, they're not actual war casters. They use... Um, basically chemicals to make themselves warcasters. Yeah, yeah, they, they take think, some sort of injection Yeah, or some something. sort of drug or something like that to make themselves warcasters. I think that's what this guy is supposed to represent. Yes. Uh, I think I think he's doing a good job of yeah. it. Yeah, no, he's doing fine. I just, that's what I was... Yeah. So he's got spells. He's got Burning Ash. It's Ca a range 2 control area, POW 3, and... POW 3? I think that's supposed to be AOE 3. No, that's POW... What? Oh, the, okay. They're off on their spacing here. It's cost two range uh. control, POW, or AoE three. No POW lasts for a round. Spacing's off on their, their thing there on this spell and a couple That's of others. That's terrible. <laughs> Not the spell. The document. Yeah. yeah. Poorly made. Um, They do it again there and there, too. Ugh. They just said tab too many times. Anyways. 
Uh, so Burning Ash um, is all those things, but what you do is you place a 3-inch uh, AoE Cloud Effect anywhere within his control range while in the AoE, living enemy models without immunity fire suffer minus 2 on all of their attack rolls, and the AoE remains in play for one round. Uh, next spell is Disintegration. Hmm. Um, uh, models hit suffer minus two armor for one round. Models boxed by Disintegration are removed from play. It's a cost three. It's a range. Did you already say that? No. It's a range ten. Uh, it's got no AoE. It's a POW thirteen. Its uh, duration is round. And it's upkeepable. Right? No, it's offensive. Oh, offensive. Okay. Yep. Sorry. That's fine. I don't understand why it needs off there. Whether it's offensive or not. But why do I need to know that? I should be able to judge my spells on my own. Um, offensive spells require roll to hit? I guess. I'll let you have that. I, I think that's... I don't know. I've never actually sat and, like tried to figure out why it has to determine whether it's offensive or not, but I, I'm assuming that's what it is. Because you don't have to roll the hit against your own guys unless it's an offensive spell. Hmm. Meh. I guess. Next spell, Force Hammer. It's Most... a sh shitty nuke, though. No, it's not. Oh. It's a cost 4, range 10, POW 12, but... Instead of suffering normal damage, a non-incorporeal model Force Hammer hits is slammed d6 inches directly away from the spell's point of origin and suffers a POW 12 damage roll. All collateral damage is POW 12. Hmm. If you arc it, 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 you can ping people around at different vectors based on your arcs or if you're casting yourself. It's a very useful spell. Okay. It's usually just so expensive you're not casting more than once per round. Okay, okay. Uh, next is Iron Flesh. Um, cost two, range six, upkeepable, target-friendly faction model unit, so, uh, gains plus two armor, and does not suffer blast damage unless they're out of formation. Yeah, a lot of factions have that. He also has synergy. Huh. Yeah. Uh, cost two, range self. I'm sorry, normally you're reading this off. Uh, cost 2, range self, uh, control area, upkeepable, while in his control range. Models in his battle group gain a plus 1 cumulative bonus on their melee attack and melee damage rolls for each other model in the battle group that hit an enemy model with a melee attack this turn. While in the spellcaster's control range, the cumulative bonus cannot exceed plus 3. So, that's... Interesting. I didn't realize that he was a synergy caster. I wonder if that's new. We're going to find out because there's no color coding here to tell me if this is new compared to the old model or not. Telekinesis! Telekinesis! Um, yep. Yep. Cost yep. to range 8. Uh, place target model completely within 2 inches of its current location. And when a uh, telekinesis targets an enemy model, it's an offensive spell that requires an attack roll. Only once per turn can you cast this. Super yes. neat. Okay. Do we need to talk say anything more about him? Um, let's see here. Do, 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 oh, there, there, there's where it tells you where the changes here, are. Here's the changes. All right. So the text of Juicer, um, we already covered that. It's uh, during your maintenance phase, you get to place the token on him and then the uh, so get a focus and the, all that. So um, 
the 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 detox action is a new okay so it's, detox it's is ability. new yep the text uh, of healthcare ability was changed yep so that's where he does not suffer damage from the juicer if he has two or less juice tokens on him and, and little else is in command they, rem range. they removed the mirage and added synergy they gave and him synergy and telekinesis okay the text for overdose feet was changed also yep that it was okay interesting i i apologize we don't know what this character looked like before this but i would say that he looks very intriguing right now in this current iteration the fact that he has synergy, but he also has telekinesis and force hammer for um, that control element to it just I like that. I think it's cool. Okay. All right. So next up, uh, the next model we'll be going over is the Liberator. And oh, there it is. Okay. So the Liberator is a Warjack. It is a light Warjack. It is speed 6, strength 9, mat 6, rat 6, defense 13, armor 17. It is FAIU. Um, it's cost Unlimited. 10. Yeah. I can say you all I want. I'm sorry. Cost 10 points. It's on a yes. medium base. It's got health. It's an arc node. It's a construct. Uh, alchemically treated, which means it looks like it doesn't suffer damage from corrosion or fire. Uh, it also never suffers those continuous effects. Yeah, is it models... Uh, this model suffers... Or when this model suffers a corrosion damage roll and slash or a fire damage roll, roll one less die. Additionally, the model never suffers the continuous effects from either of those things. Cool. It's kind of Ashen Veil is just an ability. Wow. Yeah. Uh, this model has concealment. Living enemy models without immunity fire suffer minus two on attack rolls while within two inches of this model. Yep. And then is that is that, is that experimental? Experimental arc node. It's an experimental arc node. This model's controller can channel spells through it even if it's engaged. Wow. Yeah. And then node capacitor. When a spell is channeled through this model, after the spell is resolved, roll a d6. On a 1, this model suffers 1 damage point uh, to its first available arc node spot. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I love that. That is badass. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. and it's all lorry and fluffy. It is. Mm. Um, and then it's for its weapons. It has a shield. And it's left-handed, it looks like. Yes, left-handed shield and a... It's half... It's 0.5 range. It's a POW 2, so it's a P plus S 11. Then it's got a... Thurible. Whatever that is. In his right hand. Um, it's range 2, POW 4, P plus S 13, and it's a change weapon. Chain weapon. Okay, so what did they do? So the node capacitor ability now, now only, only triggers on a one. On a one. Okay. 
I I am into that node capacitor thing. That is that is yeah. cool. I like that. So it, it's a one in six chance that it actually happens. And assuming this model never receives enough damage to affect its arc nodes, every time you, I mean, it has to happen twice for it to take out the arc node. And that's assuming you don't have a way to repair it. So, yeah, that's super fluffy, super cool. I like that it has Ash and Veil and that it receives less damage from I mean, what is it, on fire, fire or something? Um, no, it just means that it has a uh, burning ash cloud around it of some kind at all times. <laughs> um, probably from its boiler or something? I don't, I don't know. know. That's cool. Moving on. Moving on. Is the Vindicator. The Vindicator. Is, is it's just right there. Don't don't go scrolling. Um, yeah. It's a speed five, strength eleven, mat six, rat five, defense eleven, armor eighteen. It's got some lovely boxes over there. It's an um, FAU. Its point cost is fifteen, and it is on a large base. It is a heavy war deck. It is also uh, it is also a construct, and it's also a chemically treated. So you're not bringing it for its cool abilities. You're bringing it for its weapons. What is this weapons? Um. Multi chambered. Compression cannon. It's a gun icon. I cannot talk. It is a gun icon. Range 12. Rat of Fire 1. AoE 4. POW 14. It's got attack types. Would you like to handle that? So its first one is... Uh, so each time you um, go to do something, you have to choose one of these. Yep. So it has a uh, deprecation. Uh, this model gains an additional die and additional die on damage rolls against construct and undead models. Ooh. Uh, then it has psychoactive gas, living war. Seriously, it's targeting living war beasts. <laughs> well, this right here targets what? targets constructs and undead models, and this one just targets living war beasts. I, I, okay, hit by the AoE, gain one fury point unless they can ignore gas effects. What beast ignores gas effects? Please point that out to me where that is. I, I just find it interesting that it's, there's a lot of living hate in this game and this, anyways, um, psychomorphic destabilizer is its last one. This attack causes magical damage. And models hit uh, by this attack lose incorporeal for one round. Well, I mean, if you just you know went back to rat, maybe you wouldn't have this problem. True, true. Um, so it's got powerful attack. Yep. Uh, spend one focus to boost all of your attack and damage rolls for one attack, and it's got steam pressure. If this model uses its normal movement to aim. It gains plus four range that I, oh. A range Ooh. 16, Ooh. rate of fire one, AOE four, POW 14. And it's got a maul on its left hand, and it's a range two, POW seven, P plus S8. Ooh. P plus S18. Yeah, yeah. so if it yeah. doesn't shoot you with its cannon, it's going to get its job done by, you know, stabbing you to death. Yeah. Okay, what's it say? All right, so what they have uh, looked at with this is they felt that the Vindicator was lacking in its overall damage output and utility for its point cost of 15 points. So what they've decided, uh, they have increased the POW of the Maul to 7, which makes it a P plus 18. Uh, also, the multi-chambered cannon gaining, multi, or gaining powerful attack. 
They state that they're considering dropping powerful attack and instead making the weapon rate of fire two. Ah, but they're that's that's concerned a concern. There would be too focus hungry each turn from this point if they do that. That's pretty. That that's a double edged sword. Yeah. I like having powerful attack, even if it is only one shot. It makes it if focus efficient. Whereas if you give a rate of fire two, it gains a hell of a lot more utility, but it is going to strap you a hell of a lot on the on the focus because I mean it's only rat five. Mm. Even if it aims to get the uh, steam shot, now it's rat seven. Um, I don't know. I mean, sometimes you you don't want it to aim; you need it to move. Yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see which direction they go. Yeah. So, next, next up. Next up is... The... Suppressor. The Suppressor. Okay. It is a Crucible Guard Heavy Warjack. Mm, excuse me. It is a Speed 5, Strength 11, Mat 6, Rat 5, Defense 11, Armor 18. It is a Field, field Allowance of U. Um, it is a point cost of 13, so it's a little cheaper than the last one. And it's on a large base. It is a construct. It has alchemically treated because I'm figuring everything is. Um, do you think they have, like, alchemic... Uh, do you think, like, everything's, like, alchemically treated, kind of like baptismals? <laughs> Quite possibly. Yeah. Uh, it's got dual attack. This model can make a melee and ranged attack at the same time. Or in the same activation at the same time. When the model makes its initial melee attack or a power attack, it can also make uh, an initial ranged ability. Um, this model can make a ranged attack even if it's in melee. That's not any fun. Um, it's a shoot. It's got shooting gallery. This model gains plus two range. Uh, what's that? Plus two to ranged attack rolls. Yeah. Against models within five inches of it. Woo. Again, we're probably taking it for its weapons. So, Pyrodraulic Jet. It has two of them on right and left arm. It's a Spray 8. Um, ROF 1. It's not an area of effect, and it's PAL 14. It's got attack types, too! So, each time it makes an attack with this weapon, you choose one of the following. First off, Ice Cage. This attack does not cause damage. Instead, the model hit suffers a cumulative minus two defense for one turn unless it has immunity cold. When a model without immunity cold is hit with three or more ice cage attacks in the same turn, it becomes stationary. Ooh. Next up, incendiary. This attack causes fire damage and a model hit suffers fire continuous effect. So wait, you're gonna freeze them then you're gonna set them on fire? And then lastly, Rust. Ugh. This attack causes no damage. Instead, the Construct hit suffers minus two armor for a turn. Well, um, okay. Oh, also it's got open fists. Sorry yep. about the squeaky chair. They're range one. They're pal three. They're pal three, so P plus S 14. Yep. And it's an open fist. Yes. Um, I guess I guess that works. What, what, what's the changes? So it gained, right. it gained shooting ability, and yep. the... Jet power was increased to 14. Yes. So the uh, jets were originally power 12. Yes, they were power 12 originally. So they increased to 14 and it picked up shooting gallery. Well, I guess, um, you know, you, you want it to get done. I mean, you'll have to take at least 
two of them to make Ice Cage work. One thing I realize is just how many abilities are on these jacks. This is a heavy war jack for 13 points with all these abilities. Yeah. But you're going to need two of them to make your to to you know make the Ice Cage work. That that's true. That's true. I'm just looking at abilities. Cost they, heavy war jack. They are they are very heavily armored for um, jacks with such abilities. I mean, that's like Kador stats right there. Yeah. Now the pal is a little on the low end. I mean, it's a pal fourteen, but it was a pal twelve before this. So yeah, yeah I don't know. Just find it interesting yeah, compared to other me factions. Too. Quite right. odd. So next up, we are switching over to the infantry. The Crucible Guard infantry. Yes. That's literally what they're called. Yep. You're, you're going past me. Okay. So, you get a leader in grunts, because of course you do. They are speed six. Oh, look, it's got the mark of the beast. Speed six, strength six, math six. Plus a little bit of rat five, just, you know, to break up the monotony. They're defense 12, arm 14, and a command of eight. For a leader and five of his buddies, you get eight. For another dude and nine of his buddies, you get 13. For the base size, they're all small. There's a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, you can only have three of them on the field at any time. Leader and grunts have combined range attack, immunity corrosion, immunity fire. They have breather. This model suffers no gas effects. Good for him. They them. can't smell each other fart. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. I'm going to stab you with my knitting needles. Alright. Um, okay, what was I doing? You're reading off their weapons. Am I really? Is that what I'm doing? I could do that. Ah. You could do that. One of us could do that. They have a sword. Oh yeah, look at that. They also have a lot of text. This is just a lot of text. These guys are a wall of text. Playing them must take forever. Alright. No, I just think of all this text. Yeah, it is quite a bit. You guys sit down, it's going to take you friggin' hours. Okay, so, um, Crucible Guard, or Crucible Army Model 609. Their arms model. Their guns are Model 609. Yes. Because yes. that matters, apparently. Yeah. Times one, none. That's what it says there. So it's a gun icon. It's range six. Or range six. It's range 12. Divided by two. <laughs> um, rate of fire one. AoE none. Power 11. Attack type. Ooh. It's so attacky. So you get three attack types. The first one is a blood of Urcane. Ooh. This attack causes magical damage Ooh. on a critical hit. Upkeep spells and anime on the model slash unit immediately expire. From blood 12 inches away. Yes, blood of hell, basically. Ha ha ha! I'm gonna teach you with the blood of hell! Next, pyroclastic? Or py pyrocatalyst. There we go, pyrocatalyst. This attack causes fire damage yep. and on a crit hit, continuous fire. Yep. Next, uh, vitrolic trajectile? Yes. Vitrolic trajectile. My gosh, the names on these. Uh, this it causes corrosion. Yes. And on a critical hit, you get corroded. And then their sword. They got little dinky swords. Is Aww. range half inch? People says nine. People says, oh shoot, I have to figure out how to use this. 
So it looks like they just reduced their cost points to 8 and 13. Yep, they're down to an 813, which is probably a good thing because before they were 915. They don't do a lot, but they all have so much words. What do you mean they don't do a lot? They have a lot going on there. Well, then maybe they should stay higher pointage. Yes. Well, that's Let's Crucible Guard it. Infantry. Slowly. Okay, there we go. Crucible Guard Infantry Officer and Standard Bearer, because everybody apparently has a Standard Bearer with them when they go into our battle. Because everybody needs a flag to make them feel better, I guess? I don't know. So, the Officer, he's speed six, strength six... <laughs> And Matt, seven. Vinny's rat, six. Which means there's still the three sixes in there, but they're just split up by a seven. Ooh, my phone went off. Uh, keep going. All right, so basically all you need to know is the officer has one higher mat, one higher rat, and all the rest of the stats. Uh, everything else is the same, and then you get to the very specific information for the officer and what he gives them, which is the following. Granted reposition three. Uh, guns Blazing. This model can use Guns Blazing once per game at any time while uh, this model's in formation during its activation. This activation, models in the unit can make one additional ranged attack during its unit's combat action. Uh, he has his weapon, which is the exact same as theirs. It's good news. The Standard Bearer. The Standard Bearer here, he has... All right, so what did it gain here? It gained mage static, or at least it has it. Uh, so while the standard bearer is in oh, play... Oh, have, we, have, we, have uh, we already gone over the officer? Yes. Okay. Um, enemy magic attacks targeting uh, model in this unit suffer minus five range. Now, what has changed is... is they lost... Well, the officer lost the support fire ability and gained the gun blazing ability. Yes. Is that, is that good or bad? So the support ability that they did have, I'm pulling it up here really quick, is... Sorry, I had to memorize and I forgot. Okay, so um, this model can use support fire once per game during its activation. This activation models in the unit gain dual shot. So it reads very similarly, but it's not the same. In this case, they get the dual shot, but they also... Um, wait... No. So. I don't know. Sorry, I leaned back. I should have leaned back. So what's different? It's okay. So support fire once per game, anytime during its activation, malls gain dual shot. So oh, dual shot. They have to aim to get the second attack. Guns blazing, they don't have to forfeit their movement to aim to get the second shot. Well, good they can them. still move and still get two shots. That's that's a flat upgrade, okay. honestly. Good for them. Let's go on. All right, so next up we have the Crucible Guard Stormtroopers. Somebody needs some Stormtroopers. Okay. Okay. They are speed five, strength. Six, Matt six, Rat six, more six, six, sixes. Um, defense eleven, arm sixteen, command of eight. There is for a leader and two of his buddies, you pay ten points. For a leader and four of his buddies, you pay sixteen points. They're medium base. They are five damage each. Because this is the heaven. Um, oh, and you can only have two units of them on the table at any time. They have combined range attack. They have the standard. 
Um, immunity corrosive, immunity fire. They have breather, which is their masks, and then they have carapace. Carapace. This model gains plus four armor against range attacks because these guys are assholes. So they become defense eleven armor twenty versus ranged attacks. Oh my god, they have blissfully small text. Um, okay, they've got some sort of strangely worded cannon. Pneumatic concussion cannon. Ooh. It is a range of 12, a rat of fire 1, an AoE 3, a PAL 14. Why didn't anybody play Crucible Guard? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we, should, we should get Logan into it. Um, they have Arching Fire. I think it's more fun than he has in playing Kador. Um, when attacking with a weapon, this model can ignore intervening models except those within one inch of the target. Oh, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty it, good. It has high explosion. Now, these all, you get all of these. These are not like, you know, pick one. You get all of these. They've got blast damage uh, caused by this weapon is a POW-10, and they've got steam pressure. Um, that's if they give up their normal movement to aim, I guess, plus four range. So it's range 16, AoE 3, high explosive with arcing fire and POW-14. But they also... If they, if they aim. They also have a hand weapon. It is a pickaxe, because that's baller. I love pickaxes. Because it's baller. Yes. Um, it's a range one. It's a POW 6, so it's a P plus S12. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, like a little dagger. I mean, they could probably still kill something, but, you know, it's not, it's not that great. So, the unit gained, the changes are they gained combined range attack and the compression range, or, Com concussion cannon range increased from range 10 to range 12. That's pretty good. It is good. That that's that's a big big change. These guys can reach out and touch people, starting like top of two or bottom of one. Okay, let's go. We're not even halfway through this. All right. So next up, we have the Crystal Guard Rocket Men. Rocket Men. Rocket Men. Oh, I'm gonna be doing that in my head this entire time. <laughs> they are speed seven, strength six. Matt 5, Rat 6, Defense 14, because they're going to be hard to hit. They're armor 11. Well, they need to be, you know, they're going to be hard to hit. And they've got a command of 8. You can have three of these on the field at any time. For a leader and five of his buddies, you pay 9 pence. For a leader and nine of his buddies, you pay 15. They're on small bases. They have Flight. They have Gunfetter. They have Breather. They have Defensive Action Order. A, the unit, um, unit, the start... Until. Uh, oh. Oh, until. Sorry. I, was, I don't know why I thought That's it was unit. Fine. I don't know why I thought it was unit. I just really wanted to say the word unit. Okay. Ugh, getting serious over here. Okay. Until the start of its next action, affected model gains plus two defense and do not suffer blast damage. They have... Strafing. Strafing run. Oh. Oh. They have strafing uh, run. Um, affected models gain... Plus two speed and reposition five this turn. Yes. Yep. Oh. They have a weapon. It's a gravity bomb. It's a gun icon. It is a range four, ratifier one, AoE three, POW twelve. It is cumbersome. Mm, excuse me. This model cannot attack with this weapon um, and with another weapon at, um, on the same uh, activation. That's what we're about. Skydrop. Uh, attacks with this model 
or with this weapon, ignore cover. Models with flight do not suffer blast damage from this attack. Then it's got a... Carbine. Yep. It's a range 10. Ratifier 1. Not away. POW 10. What did they gain? They so, lost defensive action. No, they gained defensive no, action oh, order. That's, oh, that, that, that's the captain. Okay. So they gained the ability defensive action. Yes. They took it off of the captain and gave it to the unit. And then okay. we'll go over the captain and see what they gained from the captain now. So, the rocket guard captain has, uh, one frankly, higher mountain rat. ridiculous stats. Um, so he's a speed seven. He's a strength six. He is a mat five. He is a rat seven. He is a defense fourteen, an armor eleven, and a command of nine. You can have three of them because, yeah. Uh, he costs four points. He's on a small base. He has a damage of five. He is a, an attachment to the pre-forementioned Crucible Guard, the CGR. <laughs> He's got flight. He's got gunfighter. He's an officer. He's got breather and, this is the special ability, death from above. This model can use death from above, above once per game at any time during its activation. Models in this unit gain plus two to attack and damage rolls against enemy models without flight. Death from above lasts for one turn. Ooh. Ah. So he grants his um, a, he he grants the the CGR dodge. While this model is in formation, models in the unit, their information gain dodge. A model with dodge can advance up to two inches immediately after an enemy attack misses them, and then the, that attack is resolved unless they were missed while advancing. They cannot be targeted by free strikes during this movement. So, granted is the ability they get just because he was attached. Tactics is the ability that they get while he is alive, and the tactics is Swift Hunter. Models in this unit gain Swift Hunter. Model with Swift Hunter. When a model with Swift Hunter destroys one or more enemy models with a basic ranged attack, immediately after the attack is resolved, it may advance up to two inches. He also has the gravity bomb and also has the carbine. Yep. So I've noticed this in most of the kids where they change the granted ability and then give the previous granted ability as a, as a simple order or something like that on the unit. Yes, I believe it was during the Legion CID. Don't uh, count me. I might be wrong on that. Don't, but I, I, don't quote me. I think it was Legion CID in which they started doing that. And I honestly think it's probably a good move. A lot of these units could use that extra little bump. And it, it gives reason to whether or not you actually want to take that UA. Yeah, and I mean, you're probably going to at least take one. But it's not necessarily like you want to take a UA with every single unit you put out there it, sometimes you just you don't have the points yeah you don't have the points or in some cases uh, some character uas are just they're not really worth it so it's nice to see something like this all right so next up we have the railis interceptor battle engine mm, so yeah, the realist. Uh, Got to look up what they changed, and then we'll. Okay, nice. here we are. All right. Okay, so the realist interceptor thingy is a speed six because it's slow like that. It's a strength fifteen because well, I mean it is you know big. Uh, it's mat six. It's a rat six. It's a defense nine because you're 
if you're missing it, there's something wrong with you. It is an arm of 19. It's got a command of 10 because apparently it needs that. You can have two on the field at any time. Its point costs 16. It's a huge base. It's got 36 damage. It is a kind of it is a construct. It does have Pathfinder because it's basically just going to roll over anything. It has built up power. Build up power one. If this model advances during its movement, it gains one power token. This model can have up to three power tokens at any given time, and during its activation, it may spend those power tokens to boost one attack or damage roll for each individual token spent. So wait, it just gets tokens to spend if it, as long as it's moving? As long as it advanced during its normal movement. It's kind of cheatsy doodly, but okay. It's got bulldoze. Um, when this model is base-to-base -base with an enemy model during its normal activation, it can push that model up to two inches directly away from it. The model can be pushed by Bulldoze only once per turn. Bulldoze has no effect when the model makes a trample power attack. Yep. Okay. It's got a dual attack. Fairly self-explanatory. It's got exhaust flames because that's awesome. <laughs> when this model... Advances during a normal movement. Um, for one round, other friendly models gain concealment. Oh, exhaust fumes. Exhaust fumes, I yeah. said flames. I saw a Nothing phantom mill. Flames are fodder. I, it's got a, I saw a phantom mill. While within three... The, that's pretty cool, too. It's yep. got reposition three because I guess it's really movie. So, uh, just to clarify that, so when uh, it moves, other friendly faction models gain concealment well within three inches of it. Yep, because it's, it's, it's venting fumes, because yep. um, the Iron Kingdoms hasn't, haven't, hasn't heard of um, Activision yet. <laughs> well, I guess it has. I guess. I, I guess the Circle is activists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eco-friendly. They haven't heard of eco-friendly yet. Yes, stop stop polluting with all the, the air pollution stuff over there. Go green, use a tree. Yeah, look, the trees will move you. Yeah, I'm, those roots get around. Mm-hmm. No, no, go green, use some stones. Oh, yeah. The, 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 tree, the tree is a better slogan, but just go stand in a, go stand in a triangle of stones. Go You'll green, end get stoned. Oh, fantastic. We need that on a shirt. Okay, <laughs> you read the weapons. I need to get more tea. All right, so alchemical cannon, uh, gun icon, range 14, rate of fire 1, AOE 4, POW 15, with a scather. So this attack, uh, AOE it leaves a hazard in play for one round. Models without immunity corrosion entering or ending their activation in the AOE suffer one point of corrosion damage. Next up, it's got two anti-minotaur? Anti -min Anti-minotaurs. I... Eh. Uh, both guns are spray 10, rate of fire 1, POW 14s that do cold fire damage. Or cold fire damage. My goodness. Cold damage. Next up, it has a flamethrower that does fire damage. It's a spray 8, POW 12, and it only gets one of them. Also does fire continuous effect uh, on that. And lastly, it has a bash, which is a half inch. People says 15. However, it has ram. When an enemy model is hit by this weapon uh, during its combat action, it becomes knocked down and can be pushed one inch away from this model. If you push it away that one inch, you have the option to follow up. 
<laughs> so I'm um I'm reading the um the changes and right there in bold print it says we are not discussing the storm strider or the dawn trident in this kit no yes i mean it doesn't say no but it's like no all right so i'm i'm gonna read this a little bit because there's there's some things here so Ugh, um, and, like we have the spare time for that go ahead we're actually we're 10 out of 15 pages here we're getting through pretty quick well, what time are we at um like 46 minutes oh what? we are doing well okay yeah we're doing good never mind go back about your Maybe. All right, so they felt the Interceptor was missing a boost mechanically to make it the most out of all of its impressive weaponry. They didn't want to give it the option to simply be able to, like, boost its attack and damage rolls each turn or give it one specific gun a turn. Instead, they want the players to have the option as the game progressed to how they wanted to be able to handle that. They are updating the build-up ability with this, which currently exists on the Storm Strider and Dawn Guard Trident. <laughs> that is why they don't want you to talk about the Storm Strider or the Trident. They're testing it internally using this model. So if you want to argue the point, substitute the word Storm Strider or Trident with the Aurelius Interceptor in your arguments. Just a hint. Uh, they are... Um, they're now... Uh, da -da -da, sorry. It will now have a backtrack number that indicates how many power tokens the model gains from the ability. For example, in the post-CID update, the Storm Strider will have a build-up, say, power D3 or something like that. Nothing's definitive with that, so don't take that as confirmed, but that's kind of where they're going with it. Um, in the case of the Interceptor, however, uh, much after internal testing, they are comfortable with that having a power-up of our build-up power of one the player can choose to bank a few tokens over the course of the first couple turns of the game for an explosive turn three or four or however um so that's why they decided to go this direction so that is the reasoning behind it <laughs> i want to see the the gun. Uh, the, the I, I can only imagine what the comments and uh, whatnot on this one's going to be. Yeah. Crucible Guard Assault Trooper. So this would be the um, the CGAT. CGAT. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So the CGAT, which is I am dubbing it. Is now speed five, strength seven, mat seven, rat four. So they don't want to be shooting things. It's defense 11. It is an armor 16. It is a command of eight. It is a, uh, there's only three of them on the field. For one dude and two of his buddies, it costs eight. For another, for one dude and four of his buddies, it costs 13. Medium base. They're on a medium base. They are a damage five because this is another heavy infantry unit because of course they get another heavy infantry unit because they're all lucky like that. It is immunity corrosion. It is immunity fire because they all are. It has ashen veil because of course it's got backdraft. Ooh, what's that one do? When this model hits an enemy model with a basic melee attack during its combat, combat action, immediately after the attack is resolved, this model can make one additional melee attack during its uh, combat action targeting the exact same model. This model can only gain one additional attack from backdraft each activation. 
It's got breather. If you want to know, see any other cruiser unit. It's got carapace. If you if you want to know, see the other previous heaven heavily infantry unit. It has a thermal hammer. Ooh, that sounds sexy. So the thermal hammer is range two, pow seven, P plus S fourteen. It's got critical fire, which means on a critical hit, things are gonna burst into flames. It's got brutal charge. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I said it was a sexy weapon. Oh, yes, it is. Um, this model gains plus two. Okay, so it's got brutal charge. So the model gains plus two on a charge attack damage roll with this weapon. It's got flame burst. Um, when this model boxes an enemy with this weapon, enemies within one inch of the box model suffer the fire's continuous effect. Because, yeah. Effectus. Effectus. <laughs> okay, um, right. let's see. So there's a lot of text here, but what it breaks down to is they increased the unit's strength. And so, therefore, the P plus S of the 14 and the thermal ha um, hammer weapon gains backdraft, which apparently they thought was really important. Oh, it, it looks like previously the P plus S was 16? 13. Oh, 13. Yep. Oh, so when you boost it, it'll, it'll be a it'll be a. 16. Yeah, so when it charges, it goes up to a 16. Okay. And that, they that's also... That's fine. That, that's, that's good. The weapon also gained the black backdraft. Yeah, that's what I said. So, oh, sorry, I missed that part because I was reading the uh, old model trying to figure out the difference here. No, I feel... So that's that's a solid upgrade. I mean, for the points, you, you get a lot of utility and a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, they... They seem cheap. They do. Everything in this faction so far seems cheap. Um, Why do although, you never see this faction on the table? Their defense is lower than average. All of them, I don't think I've seen anything aside from the caster and the rocketman be above an 11. I could be wrong on that, but I don't think so. Well, I mean, you need to make up for the fact that they can put out, they have so much words yeah. somehow. All their troops, everything is, oh wait, the infantry are 12. Everything else is 11 so okay. far. So, okay. Scrolling down. All right. So. This is a new model. Ooh. And is the Ascendant Mentalist. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, it is a Crucible Guard Tracer Solo. So it's a. Trancer. Trancer, Trancer. I meant Trancer. Yep. I meant Trancer. We have the Trancer Dancer over there on my desk. Yep. Okay, so. It's a CGTS. CGTS. Yeah. I feel like this faction needs anagrams. No, is that the, that's not the right word, is it? Oh, I right. don't know. Eh, whatever. Ugh. Sorry, gotta flip my hair back. <laughs> Let me get off my shoulders. It helps me think better when it's behind me. Okay. Okay. It's a speed. <laughs> that sounds so stupid. <laughs> Okay. It's your podcast. Don't, Say don't, what you want. Don't look at me. Okay. So it's speed six, strength seven, mat seven, rat three, because it really doesn't want to be shooting anything. Defense 15, because it just wanted to come in. It was because I just mentioned defense. Yep. 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 It's an armor 11, and it's command of eight. You can only have two of them. Only two. They are a point cost of four. There are medium base with five damage. They have flight. They have battle wizard. Ew. So that means um, 
When you destroy a model, you can cast another spell? Or? When you destroy a model with a melee attack, mm -hmm. you get to immediately cast a spell. Uh, so, yeah. Um, what? What? I don't know. It has girded. When this model is base to base with, um, with a friendly model, it gains... Oh. It doesn't suffer damage. This this model and friendly models oh. base to base. Huh. Okay. That seems random. It's got a magic ability of seven because it really wants to hit. It's got a focus aura. So for force aura. Force aura. While yeah. within three inches of this uh, of the spellcaster, friendly models gain plus two defense and armor against ranged attacks. It stole the Kraya's animus. <laughs> um, as a just a magical spell. Uh, next, Psychic Assault Star Attack. Psychic Assault is a range spray 8, POW 12, and this attack ignores line of sight. Next, it has Psychokinetic Shield. While within 3 inches of the spellcaster, enemy models suffer minus 2 mat, rat, cannot run, charge, slam, or trample. For one round. Additionally, the uh, Ascendant Mentalist is steady, so it cannot become knocked down. Hmm. It's got weapons. One melee weapon. It's got the Force Crush. It's technically a magical ability. It's range 2, POW 7, P plus S 14. It has knockdown. So what they're going to say about this, we're, we're going to talk just a little bit extra about these new models here, is the Ascendant Mentalist is a trancer who has survived long enough, miraculously enough, to actually begin to master the psychokinetic powers granted to them by the chemicals they've been uh, injected with. Uh, Design-wise, they are not necessarily looking to make a super trancer, quote-unquote, but instead a transfer that isn't strictly focused on offense, like the more traditional ones we've seen so far. Instead, they wanted one that could use their newfound powers in a variety of different ways. And it's still capable of being offensive, but it's, it's not limited to that. It can do a bunch of different things. Uh, the majority of the early game, the Mentalist is going to hang back and use Force Aura to protect its armies. But as the game progresses... It's able to really lay down the damage with psychokinetic assault, like being able to ignore uh, line of sight blockers and clouds and all that sort of stuff. Um, the tricky part they've stated about using it is knowing when and where to charge them in for that auto knockdown on their melee attack. And if they can trigger psychokinetic shield to become a defense 15 model effectively, um, that you're wait oh and if they can trigger psychokinetic shield they become a defense 15 model your opponent will have to clear away before nearby models can charge around uh, this is designed uh, specifically to disrupt your opponent's um, stuff uh, their order of activation and whatnot hmm. so uh, they're also stating that you can get two of them for free in the new theme force which we're um, going to need to talk about. Which we will talk about okay. in a second when it comes up. So, now it is the Rocketman Stinger. Rocketman. Rocketman. Okay, Stinger. He is a speed 
seven, a strength six, a mat of seven, a rat of five, defense 16, armor 11, because yeah, let's give them all the numbers. You can have two of them. They cost four points. They're on a small base. They have five damage. They have fight. They have parry. They have breather. They are by some miracle of forgot to go to church that day or, you know, weird chemical church that day. They're not immune to anything. I mean, you know, holy besides, crap, they're not gas effects. They're just not, they're not, they're not immune. He didn't, he, he woke up late and he just, he just decided he wasn't going to go to, to, to that, to that weird chemical meeting. And now he's not immune to anything. Yeah. He's a high flyer. This metal does not suffer blast damage at all. He's got reposition five because he needs it. He, because, you know, he's so fast, he needs to move more. He's got sidestep. And that means if you miss him with an attack, he, nope. oh. When this model is hit by an enemy model with, uh, oh, I don't know. When this model be... hits an enemy oh, model with an initial attack okay. or means a spatial attack in advance up to two inches immediately after the attack is resolved. Yes, I forgot. Sidestep is what you used to use to surf. Yes. Um, now, it has its melee weapons. It has two alchemical injectors. No, he didn't forget to go to church. He brought church with him, put him in syringes, and he's running around with them on his fists. Okay, what? He's got chemical injectors. <laughs> yes, they're range one, people says six. And there are three different things you can do with them. Uh, first off, they're incised. So instead of suffering a damage roll, a model hit is just automatically suffers one point of damage. Okay, and you get blind? Okay. Yep, one of them is blind, so a uh, model hit by an attack with I this weapon suffers blind, blind for a round. Um, for anyone who doesn't remember what blind does, um, a model cannot, a model that is blinded cannot make ranged or magic attacks, suffers minus four mat, and minus four defense, cannot run, cannot charge, cannot slam, cannot trample, and must forfeit its normal movement or combat action during its act activation. If you're like, holy crap, that sounds too strong, it can be shaken. So, but keep in mind, you can shake it, but not stir. What? <laughs> Read the next ability. Shake him in the Read the okay. next ability. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. Paralysis. A living model hit by this weapon has its base defense reduced to five. Cannot run, cannot charge, or slam, or trample. Lasts for a round. Not shakable. And then the next is volatile expansion. Uh, when a living or undead model is fox, would you stop doing that? <laughs> That's what you get Starting for over. Chicken, but not stirred comment. Volatile expansion. When a living or undead model is boxed by an attack made by this weapon, center a four-inch AOE on the box him. model, and then remove that model from play. Models in the AOE are hit and suffer a POW 14 magical blast because their buddy just blew up. Boom. Yes. Um. So. And then he's got the yeah. last ability. Oh, I already went over okay. that. Okay. So, um, the stinger. Um, what they say about him is he is a bit annoying to put down. Thanks to their base defense 16, parry, immune to blast. Their attack types are very useful against just about he's, everything. He's the kind of guy you could probably you, you want to ignore because you've got other things to do and his stats are too high. But if you do, he's going to come up and wreck your day. Yeah, basically. Their goal with the Stinger was to introduce a force element harassment solo that could help contest enemy flags or zones early game 
while also being a deadly annoyance that your opponent must put resources into removing, otherwise you're going to wreak havoc on his force. Yep. Alright. Second to last thing here is... Failed experiments! Woo! Now we're getting somewhere. Because they need a third heavy infantry unit, because that's Holy just crap. all the awesome. Okay, so the failed experiments, they don't have any speed. They don't have any strength. They don't have any map. They are a rat 2, defense 13, armor 15, command of 6. You can have two units of them. For one dude and two of his buddies, 8 points. For one dude and four of his buddies, 14 points. They are a medium base. They have 5 damage each. They're tough. They have the ability Berserk. When this model destroys a model with one or more melee um, with one or more melee attacks during its combat action, you immediately after the attack is resolved, make an additional uh, additional melee attack against the closest model in range. Or against another model in melee range. Yeah, another one. Yeah. Uh, chemical imbalance. During the maintenance phase, choose the value of this unit's base speed, strength, and mat, you can assign the value of six, or you can you can assign one value of six, one value of seven, and one value of eight. The assigned values last for one round. So you could choose. So you have six, seven, and eight, and you choose where they go. So at the beginning of your turn, you're like, eh. So at turn one, they're speed six, or they're they're speed eight to get to get them up there. Um, and then, um, when you get up there to turn, you know, turn later, they all of a sudden are mad eight. Yes. And, or the turn you need them to do lots of damage, you can make them strength eight with a mats of seven and speed six. Okay. They've got hyper, hyper regeneration. That's the roll of D3. Uh, at, during your start of each of their activations, you remove D3 damage points from each. Yep. And then they've got Impervious Flesh. When this model suffers a damage roll, roll one fewer die. Oh, these things are... Yeah. They've got two hand weapons. Yep. And um, they're range of one, and they're a power of six. And they will be a P plus S, whatever you choose that turn. Yep. Six plus whatever value you choose. That's pretty Which good. could be a 12, a 13, or a 14. That is a, a pretty interesting model. I, I like this. I, I liked that they decided to, because it's a failed experiment and their bodies are in a state of flux and whatnot, that you as the player get the choice to kind of choose how that affects things. Hmm. So what they state about them. Uh, the failed experiments are, conceptually at least, exactly what they sound like. They're, you know, human experiments that were pumped full of all sorts of nasty chemicals, and it didn't really quite turn out the way they were hoping. Uh, they've been reduced to feral animal intelligence with shifting physical properties as the toxic chemical cocktails in their veins continues to wreak havoc on their system. Um, the Crucible Guards send them off in the battle, much like the Kador would any Doom Reavers. Fired off at the enemy and forget about them. They're pointing in the direction of the enemy and let off their leashes to cause damage. Okay, so, I'm just going to put this out there. Yep. On the table. I'm just going to set this out there on the table. But a somewhat alliance between the Crucible Guard and the Cephalix make a lot of sense to me. I have to agree. They, they, they seem to do very similar things. Yeah. 
I, w I would like to see a failed experiment unit in the Cephalix. I'd like to see more, more for Cephal from Cephalix. Privateer Press, I don't think you're listening, but if you are, more Cephalix. Yes, please. I think that would be it. We need the Cephalix faction, mini faction to itself. Please. It could be so much fun. All right. So the last things they state here Think is... of them as the Cenobites. It's a reference you would understand. Okay. Keep going. So, um, basically, they're really concerned about how the values fluctuating is going to work out. Do you feel the field experiments outclass the assault troops in any given situation? Are they a viable alternative? Which lists are you reaching for the experiments? I mean, think about this. The failed experiments can become incredibly fast, going up to speed 8 before buffs, meaning their primary way of getting into combat is just running, whereas the assault troops have the benefit of armor 20 and their natural immunities with their long range, I mean, of uh, the guns and whatnot. So that's really what they're looking at on this. Um, yeah. Okay, next. All right, lastly is the... Oh, I completely forgot. The Contaminant Operatives. Contaminant Operatives. Containment Operatives. Oh, Containment Operatives. Hmm. So, they are a alchemist unit for uh, CG. Yep. They are a CGCAU. CGCAU. Yes. Um... Sorry, that just makes me so happy. They are a speed six. They are a... Uh, getting close to the mic. They are a strength five, a mat five, a rat six, a defense 14, armor 12, command of seven. Their stats are kind of low from what everything else we've seen in this. They have higher defense than anything else we've seen for the most part up till now. No, they have. Well, okay, all right. I made the whole comment about the defense, and then suddenly I'm just like, you know... Caster's going to get on at some point and say something about defense. Let's crank all these up. You think you think the document changed itself just to make you look bad? Who knows? Before we saw it, it could have been in a different state. We were just watching Big Bang Theory. I mean, meh. Nah, you don't need to tell them that. <laughs> Should I cut it out? You might have to. Okay. Um. Meh. <laughs> okay, um. Where was I? Oh, you can have two of them on the field. Put the paperclip down. I figured out where I was. You don't need to point. There's <laughs> a leader and two grunts for eight points. Huh. And they're a small base, so they're a small unit. They're special issue. This model cannot be chosen as a requisition option in any theme force. Mmm. So they did show up to the, um, the, the great immunity ceremony, and they have the immunities of corrosion and fire. They have Pathfinder. They have a chemical mask. Um, this model does not suffer gas effects. When determining a line of sight or resolving attack, this model ignores clouds, cloud effects, and concealment granted from cloud effects. That's pretty good. They are... They have Prowl. Um, I don't know. Don't ask. Uh, so they've got alchemical projection. Projector. Projector. It is wow. It's a red fire four. No, it's a range fourteen. Red fire one. AOE three, and it's got a star for its power because it's got attack types. Oh no! Yes, yes, it's got attack types. Yep. It's got an arcing fire, which means it, it shoots over things. And 
and it's got attack types. Take it away. Alright, first up, Acid Bomb. Mauls in the AoE that are hit suffer POW 12 Corrosion Damage Roll and Corrosion Continuous Effect. Next up, Hole Tincture. Tincture. Um, yes. This attack causes no damage. Instead, remove D3 damage points from each friendly faction construct model hit. Wait! 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 They have an alchemical grenade that heals people! But, yes. They have a range 14 AoE 3 healing bomb that heals D3 damage points for each friendly faction construct model hit. Okay, weaponized. Uh, weaponized psychotrope. This weapon's base stat becomes AoE 0, POW 12 for this attack. A living enemy model hit by this attack is pushed 3 inches in a direction determined, determined by a deviation template after the attack is resolved. So you hit them Neat. and then you automatically deviate them uh, 3 inches. Neat. Alright, so... That is the end of the models. Now we have the theme force change. Okay. And I lost where no, that... You're, you're in the legacy stuff. Scroll up. Scroll up? Scroll. It's up here? I no, think... it's not. Oh. Fail to... to... Nope. Okay. I th we, we thought it was up. It's actually down. Uh, real sense of... Riveting radio. Yes. Ah, there it is. It's the Prima Materia theme force that's being updated. So I'm going to go ahead and read what it currently states, and then we will go over uh, what the change is. So Crucible Guard, I'm um, uh -huh. using my phone on this, sorry. Uh, Prime Materia, okay, so Prime Materia states, um, you can take the following Crucible Guard Warjacks, non-character war, or sorry, Warcasters, non-character Warjacks, Combat Alchemist units, Dragon Breath weapon units, Medium Base units, um, Aurum, Ominous, uh, Alice, uh, you can take Alice, um, Crucible Guard Mechanic Solos, Gorman Solos, uh, Hutchuck, um, Prospero Tracer, or Transers, excuse me, and Battle Engines. Alright, Benefits. Oh, sorry. Requisition. One combat alchemist unit. Three crucible guard mechanic solos. Two transers or one other smaller medium base solo. The uh, benefits. Vanguard warjacks in this uh, army can use shield guard twice per turn. And friendly faction sla uh, models slash units begin the game affected by upkeep spells from the warcaster. You don't have to pay for the spells the first turn. Okay, so one of the big things they're changing is they are adding the Death Archon to the army composition. And that's it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh god, I squeaked it in my. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for your poor ears. Okay. Um. Mm, mm, I, I need not to laugh so hard. <laughs> Don't laugh again. Okay. All right. So, in addition to that, not only that, the theme force gains the following benefits: warjacks and battle engines in this army gain cutting edge. Cutting edge. Mm. Okay. During the control phase, remove 
Okay, during your control phase, remove D3 damage points from each friendly faction model with Cutting Edge. Additionally, when a Warjack with Cutting Edge is allocated one or more focus points while within the command range of its controller, allocate one additional focus. That's... I hate that. I hate that so much. Well, it doesn't happen in the control. It's only in the command you get the additional focus, but wow... Not only are these Warjacks cheap with lots of rules, but holy heck. Okay, so you're going to have to read through that. All right, so yeah, we, we got to look at this. So, the two Crucible Guard theme forces present a unique problem. Magnum Opus is basically everything the faction has to offer, and Prima Materia is not. So their goal is to not remove any models from the existing theme forces as that will dispute some players' model collections. So instead, they want to split Magnum Opus and suddenly have... Or we don't want to split Magnum Opus and suddenly have players that can no longer build legal lists. Um, they instead chose to go in a different direction. So with that in mind, they wanted to push Prima Materia towards the take lots of jacks direction. Uh, and they gave its other strong theme force ability to really push that fact. This theme, you're taking all the cutting edge models, uh, like straight from the assembly line and sending them off to battle. Uh, so each Warjack and Battle Engine in the army is incredibly strong. The Warjacks will hardly ever ha have hardly ever suffered uh, disabled systems and whatnot, so they're just at their optimum uh, efficiency. Um, given the restrictions of the Steam Force, they felt that they had to make uh, up by making Crucible Guard uh, battle groups more reliable and dangerous throughout the game. On uh, their tests of the theme force, this has proven to be a viable alternative to Magnum, but not the only choice. Uh, it, it really adds that, you know, uh, when you're playing List Chicken and that sort of thing and tournaments, you, you have the, do you want to verse all my troops or all of my jacks? Do you have an answer for both kind of situation? That's what they're going for. So when they're testing this, uh, you, you the players, when you're testing this, they want you to test um, will lists that you build um, up, what, what, how's, okay. What lists will you build in the updated theme? Uh, do you feel the cutting edge is too strong, too weak? Should they reduce down to healing one damage point instead of D3? Do you want something a little more consistent? Do you like that bit of randomness where it could be not a lot or a lot? That's what they really want you to test. So, yeah. I mean, having not really known a whole lot about the faction going in to this is we just... Uh, locally, we don't have any players. Uh, not a whole lot of people have talked about Crucible Guard in a long time. I feel like looking over this document, the Crucible Guard are... Especially looking at before and after, they're they're going to be in a good spot with all these changes after the CID. Mm. I, I think it's good. I, I'm really liking this change. And I'm, it's good to see that not just the major factions are getting updates. That, you know, Grimkin, Crucible Guard, and those are getting changes Maybe and someday those Cephalix? I'm hoping. Caster really wants to play Cephalix. I, I do. We, we have the models. Not all uh, of them. Not all of them. them. We have the majority of it. 
If it was a faction, I'd own like what seventy percent, eighty percent. Yeah, but you won't put them on the table because you're saying you're still missing a few models. There's a couple of things that I, I need. I could just proxy. I need to do that. Um, but yeah, no, I I like this. I, I'm excited for the Crucible Guard players. I'm hoping that this is going to incentivize more people to uh, play Crucible Guard. We haven't heard or seen anything on them. The last tournaments I heard about, there was like. 64 plus players and like eight crucible guard players no that's i think it was more like four five something like that it, it was too small uh when the minions players outnumber the crucible guard players you have a problem what caster's saying right here is play crucible guard yes he's not going to but no. you should yes exactly <laughs> that's that's basically it <laughs> We could, like I said, we should we should try to like be like, look at this model here, Logan. It's range fourteen. He'll drool. Yeah, range fourteen, and you get to control the effects on the battlefield. I, I don't know. He he's already sank quite a bit into uh, Kador, but maybe he's looking for an alternative to his uh, Man of War army. Hmm. So yeah. Anyways, that would um, be bad for us. Maybe we should stop. Uh, quite possibly. Anyways. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. It was fun reading over all of it. Yeah, and it didn't take too, too long. For a CID, this is pretty good. Yeah, no, um, it's it, interesting. I would actually like to see the Crucible Guard on the table played, you know, observe it happening. I, I've seen a couple models in real life, just people buying them to do little kit bashes and whatnot, and they looked really cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Do you have any closing thoughts, Locke? Uh, meh. Okay. Well, thank you all for joining us. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of War Nouns. If you'd like to contact us, I put our Gmail and Twitter info in the show notes. You can also find there a list of all relevant resources or shoutouts we mention or use for today's cast. There will also be a link to our Ko-fi if you feel so inclined to make a donation to our caffeine habits. And lastly, if you want to learn more about our intro or outro music, you can find a link to Prodilus on Bandcamp. Bandcamp.